0: Yes, people, you know this, right? Right? A little Lupe fiasco. The words I never said. Woo! Oh, shit. That's right, motherfuckers. It is a new episode of Echoes from the Void. And yeah, there's a lot. Woo! There is a lot to go over this week. You know what I mean? Hey, so. Leading off from last week, right, when um it all came that people are calling for the resignation of Boris Johnson. I mean, with all the dumb things this motherfucker be doing, right, I'm just like, yo, this is the one, right? There's been so many things that were worse than this. But yeah, he was cool when his hand in a cookie jar, as it were. You know what I mean partying on after um, you know telling everyone else to stay home right you can only meet in groups of three or under something like that I forget the numbers right but you you cut Christmas is over all of these crazy shit then we find this motherfucker be partying with the other fucking you know what I mean politicians which is jokes right when it's just like you know i mean i get you don't like him you want him out but if you're calling for him to quit and i ain't saying don't do that right i mean i don't think people should lose their jobs but when you be championing people lose their jobs y'all gotta die by the sword that you be wielding you feel me but right if you're calling for him Yo, you gotta call for everyone, everyone who went to any of these things. Yo, goodbye, motherfuckers. You know what I mean? But anyway, there's that. So this week, word comes that the Metropolitan Police they launched an investigation into this shit, right? Which makes sense. Because you know what I mean there was all that talk of oh if you're caught partying if you're caught doing this there's this some um, you have to pay these fines right we've seen some of the fines people got hit with for having gyms open for you know what I mean other biz- pubs open all of this I think someone went to jail which made no sense because it's just like wait you're putting more people in jail you're saying the jails were over wait what's going on. But that's happening, right? So that's a big thing. Now, <laughs> I, this one, this one made me, oh, man, it, it's crazy, right? Because um, so getting people like, uh, you know what I mean, vaccinated and all of this. So people are looking into ways for people to do shit. And with, you know, people in the hospital and just everything, blood is needed, right? Blood is needed. So, how do you get people to donate blood? And, you know, I mean, it, it sounds like the US is going through their worst blood shortage in more than a decade. Now, this isn't me. This isn't hyperboiled from me. This is what ABC News is saying, right? That's what they're saying. The worst shortage in more than a decade, which is crazy, right? So, January is National Blood Donor Month, so, um, because or maybe February is right. I mean, it could make sense that maybe February is because you know they're putting the word out now and it is nearly the end of January, so I'm assuming maybe February is National. I don't know. Anyway, that's not the story, motherfuckers. The story is, right, (laughs) one of the things done to try and get more Americans to give blood (laughs) is an initiative from an organization, right? That organization is Krispy Kreme. (laughs) And their thing is, right, anyone That gives blood. Oh, actually, no. I was right. January is national. Yeah. Anyone gives blood between the 1st and the 31st of January will be given 12 (laughs) original glazed donuts, right? 12 donuts. That's insane, right? That's like, you are asking people to give blood and then you're gonna give them heart disease. (laughs) Going through a situation where we've looked at like COVID and the fact that it hits fat people worse, right? If you are obese, you're gonna get fucked up by COVID, right? Now it doesn't mean you're gonna die, You you are not just going to have a little tickle tickle. You know what I mean? It's going to fuck you up, right? And yes, there are comorbidities and all of this, but right, we have learned that if you be living that healthy life, things will be a little bit easier. So it is kind of insane that Krispy Kreme are going yeah, give blood man, do something good and we're going to give you 12 12 fucking donuts right if it was just a donut and a coffee right or or that's still a little crazy but it's not as crazy but 12 what are you doing what are you doing Krispy Kreme you motherfucking murderers (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right could you could you say crispy cream uh, uh uh like that's manslaughter right crispy cream on some manslaughter charge <laughs> yo well you people there are more crazy ass stories people so let's get into this episode you know what i mean let's go <laughs> Okay, so people, (laughs) I told you the news is crazy. And uh, this story, so uh, old Vladimir Putin has come out in support of China, which that's not crazy, right? It's not crazy. Now, what he's come out about is the boycotts of the Winter Olympics, right? Which, and I've said this, I think it's bullshit. Because if you're really against it, right, the, the whole, we're not selling sending politicians or diplomats. I mean, no one gives a fuck, right? People aren't watching the Winter Olympics to go, I wonder what politicians are in attendance. <gasps> oh, my God, isn't that? Wait, aren't they the diplomat from Belgium? <gasps> and over there, that's Uruguay's. You're a know, political person, right? Like people aren't doing that. People aren't doing that. Right? And these fucking countries, like, oh yes, it's because the you know the deplicable, depicable, deplicable, deplorable, the deplorable act. The Chinese are doing against the uh Oogla Muslims. Um, if you really think it's bad, don't send your fucking athletes. You know what I mean? Like sending your politician, that doesn't hit, right? If you really want to make a statement, you don't have your athletes there. Because if all these countries, and there's a f- god few that aren't sending politicians, if they didn't send their athletes. The Games is going to suck, right? And financially, it's also going to hit. That's the statement right there. Anything else, you're a bitch. You know what I mean? You're a bitch. Ain't no getting around it, right? So old Putin is siding with Xi Jinping, Um. And, yeah, I, 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 you know, I think it's stupid, but it's not surprising that these, because Russia and China are both being caught cheating hard. (laughs) They've both been caught cheating super hard. You know, the East Germans, they also got caught, right? So... I mean, this was when there was the divide in Germany since they, you know, it's all been gravy. Right. But, you know, we've had crazy countries doing certain shit. So it's not surprising you're going to have these two siding, especially with all the other relationships they've gone. But Putin came out the other day. He said, I consider the main goal of these competitions to attract as many citizens as possible to sport and strengthening of friendships between peoples. These approaches are shared by the organizers of the upcoming games, our Chinese friends. Now, (laughs) if that's the case, you're not sponsoring a national drug program. If it's just about bringing people together over sport, hey, you don't really care if maybe you're not winning all the medals. So, you know. (laughs) also said, together we stand against the politicization of sport and demonstrative boycotts. We support the traditional Olympic values above, ah, equality and fairness. You are a drug cheat. Equality and fairness aren't in your vote. And especially when you look at Russia and China as cultures. Equality and fairness, they don't exist in those translations. <laughs> Woo! Oh my days. That's hilarious, man. That is hilarious. But, yeah, you because know, he addressed his athletes. So basically, what you're saying is, y'all gonna go. Don't embarrass me, or you're gonna find your ass in a gulag. Right, that's essentially what old Pooty Poots is saying there. <laughs> now, this next one, this is some crazy ass shit, right? And it and it speaks to how sh- stupid people are saying. People are pissed at Robert F Kennedy Jr. right for some comments that he made, and like. They're saying it's highly offensive. It's not. It really isn't. You know what I mean? Like, you, you can't condone Kennedy as being, you know what I mean? Look, he made a statement. He made a statement. And people are making crazy statements right now. You know what I mean? you got to calm down fuck down, right, the US Holocaust Memorial Museum, oh, they, they, they put out a statement on Twitter, if you're putting out a statement on Twitter, that means you ain't really pissed, <laughs> like, putting out a statement on social media, it means, eh, I'm just trying to get clicks, that's all that shit is, right, so, um, Basically, I, and the funny thing in in this article, right, it starts off with anti-vaccine active, activist Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Right, made deeply offensive comments. <laughs> right, you don't have to start off with anti-vaccine, but by putting that, you are you are getting people pissed off. You are getting people there to be like, yeah, he's an asshole. We don't like him. Grr, which is insane, right? But basically, what he said was <laughs> along the lines, right? He suggested things are worse for people today than they were for Anne Frank. You know what I mean? Which, I mean, it's dumb, right? But you also have people saying that person's a Nazi, that person's a Nazi, that person doesn't agree with me, they're a fascist, they're racist, people are saying wild shit and no one's calling those people out, right? Well, if they're agreeing with you, you know what I mean, if they're agreeing with you, then it's fine to say all oh, manner of reckless shit. So, um, yes, this is the Holocaust Museum. We're like making reckless comparisons to the Holocaust, the murder of six million Jews for a political agenda is outrageous and deeply offensive. Those who carelessly invoke Anne Frank, the star badge, and the Nuremberg trials exploit history and the consequences of hate, right? So, firstly, saying it's worse than what Anne Frank went through, right? That's not saying the Holocaust didn't exist, right? That's not even bringing the Holocaust into it. That's just mentioning Anne fucking Frank. You're not saying six million people died meh, it just ain't one thing, so stop adding, stop trying to add to something, that is ridiculous, to jump to those conclusions, you know what I mean, it's just like, what are we doing, what are we doing, and here's the thing, right, Anne Frank, she was obviously like with the rest of the Jews, and Let's not forget, also, in those gas chambers were disabled, right, were um, travellers, gypsies, whichever Roman whichever term you want to use, they were up in there. Also, black people got thrown in there as well. You know what I mean? It wasn't just Jews. There was a lot of people. Now, I'm not saying, right, other groups were killed to the same extent, but other groups were up in those chambers as well. I'm just saying, right? So people suffered. We know this. But you don't know really what Anne Frank did, right? No one really understands because we know that her diary There were big chunks that were definitely rewritten by her dad, right? So, did she even write it all? I'm not saying a diary wasn't written, but I'm saying her dad did co-author. Like, these are facts. We know this shit happened. It's like the Bible was rewritten by the Romans. We know that happened, right? So... Like, there's always bits in it. And she's like, oh, there's this boy I like. You know what I mean? Maybe she wrote, yo, this boy's giving me some wap up in here. I want to get some D before all is done. You know I mean? She may have read that, right? Because some of the shit she wrote, you'd be like, is that really what you were thinking? You know what I mean? Be like, I am stuck in this attic. And I ain't sucked a dick yet. Fuck. She's a kid, she's a teenager, right, there's certain things teenagers think about, <laughs> you know what I mean, it isn't, I want world peace, you know, it's, man, Mandy's tits are bigger than mine, this is so bullshit, or Claire's saying she got dicked down, I don't believe her, you know, I mean? people do like, you know what I mean, anyway, yeah, I I just think it's stupid to you know what I mean just just go at Kennedy in a way you don't like him because he doesn't believe him. I mean, it's not he doesn't believe in vaccines. I think it's just a lot of people just they shouldn't be mandated, right? That's all it is. You don't like that, so now it's like, how can we discredit a motherfucker? Going, let let let's say that they're bringing the name of blah 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 into its repute. It is ridiculous it's ridiculous, you know so um yeah <laughs> it, it it's crazy. I, I, and oh, so this is one of the things he said. Even in Hitler's Germany, you could cross the Alps to Switzerland. You could hide in an attic like Anne Frank did. You know, which, uh, yeah, he, he's saying that because, you know, you can't cross borders at the moment and all of that. It's not the worst thing I've heard said, right? Maybe use a better analogy. Maybe use a better analogy. That's it. But to say someone is straight up, you know, a judophile, a judophile, what do you call people that hate Jews? Oh, anti-Semite, anti-Semites, anti-Semites. Ah, you know, he's not that, right? He's not that. Let's call him the fucked out now. Someone that needs to calm the fuck down. <laughs> it's old Neil Boy Young, right? Jesus Christ. What a numb. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, he like I don't it's insane. It's insane that people are pissed at Joe Rogan, right? Now, I think, because JRE, right, the Joe Rogan experience, has been around for over 10 years now, right? People weren't as crazy. I mean, they weren't going as hard at Rogan. For the people he had on and all of that. Now, there's been a few, right? But I think because Spotify brokered that A 100 million deal with him, people are just like, right? Super pissed, right? You had that, uh, what Alyssa Milano was just like, uh-huh. I don't get paid that for my podcast. It'd be like, maybe because your podcast isn't as good, right? Listen, people get paid for doing work. Stop hating. But yeah, everyone seems to want to hate. And Neil Young, (laughs) Neil Young come out with some dandies, right? You can have Rogan or Young, not both. (laughs) Oh my God, right? How insane. Now, here's the thing. Young did the thing that is one of the most irritating things, right? He wrote an open letter. Wrote an open letter. I hate open letters. It's a bit like those stupid statements people write on social media, right? Where it's just like... um. Today is the fifth anniversary of my dead mum. And I just want I just want her to know that I love her. I love her so much. I miss her every day. What are you doing? That's not for your (laughs) mum. As far as I know, hey, I could and I could be wrong with this, but I don't think they have social media in heaven, or hell, right? Don't think there is social media in the afterlife. So your dead relative ain't reading that. That is for you, right? And for people to pat you on the back and be like, oh my God, you're so sensitive. So caring, oh my God. And that's what an open letter is, right? Because if you if you you you'd write it to that person, you'd send it to that person. You don't put it on a social media and be like, oh, this is for this person to read. No, it's not. It's for the world and for you to read. Like, Look at him. He's making a stand. It's, ugh. Right, so he's open later. I want you to let Spotify know immediately. Today in caps that I want all my music off their platform. I am doing this because Spotify is spreading fake information about vaccines, potentially causing death to those who believe the disinformation being spread by them. Please act on this immediately today and keep me informed of the time (laughs) schedule. What a jackass. You mean, what A jackass. Anyway, with an estimated 11 million listeners per episode, Joe Rogan Experience, which is hosted exclusively on Spotify, is the world's largest podcast and has tremendous influence. Spotify has responsibility to mitigate the spread of information on its platform, though the company presently has no Misinformation policy. You are dumb. You are so fucking dumb, right? There are so many different guests on the Rogan experience, right? He talks to virologists, scientists, researchers, journalists, TV hosts other podcast hosts, authors, you know, who, if you listen, right, they all have their different versions, some are just like, yo, I've, I got vaccinated straight away, got the booster straight away, I'm gonna do more, if they ask me to do more, I do more, I wear my mask, I do all of this, some are just like, yeah, you know what, a lot of the information that is out there isn't quite true, isn't really true. And you know, I got vaccinated because it allows me to do things, but I'm not down with that. Some, I didn't get vaccinated. I got COVID, I had the antibodies, right? You have different perspectives from all of these different guests. So to say it's all misinformation is ridiculous, right? And remember, when all of this started in 2020, Right. You had a few people, a few doctors and scientists go on and talk about, right, the lab leak, talk about the lab leak, which at first people were like, that's misinformation. And then they came out and were like, "Um, we do believe this came from a lab. So what the fuck are you doing? Right. What the fuck are you doing? It's insane. And the other, the crazy thing as well. There are, but you know, what I mean, you look at all these different news channels: the BBC, CNN, ABC, Fox. All these different news channels. There's so many, right? So many. They all will give their side of things. They all give their side of things, their take on things, and you don't see old Neely Boy going, ah. Oh, And, you know, this station has these people on and blah, 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 blah. No, he's just complaining at Spotify. Right? Because it's just like, oh, I don't make that amount of money from my streams. So I'm pissed. I want you to do this. Like, it is a dumb thing. The other dumb thing is this, right? People always talk about freedom of speech. We should live in a world where you can say and do blah, 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 blah. That means you have to allow people to be able to voice all sides of an argument. Now, if you don't believe with something someone says, you, yes, you have the power to have another conversation, right? Speak to someone and go, hey, I hear people saying this, but. We have looked at the research. We have spoken to these people. And these are the facts that we are getting. That's how you counter information you think is false. Like when these dum-dums are saying the world is flat, you just have a conversation with, you know, space people. I forget the name. I'm just saying space people. You know, the telescope people, sad. Yeah. <laughs> Scient- astrologer, Astralolo- you know, those astrologists, the, the, the spacey people, right? Speak to them. And they will go, hey, we've got all these pictures. We have all of this shit that will show you. That's dumb. <laughs> we have all these fossils that will show you dinosaurs did really exist. Right? That's what you do. You don't stifle conversation you add to it you give data you give facts that's what you do so neil young stop stop being a fucking idiot (laughs) stop being a fucking moron and what's really funny is right any all these people that want to write this story up No one ever says that. They just say, oh, oh, this has happened, blah, blah, blah. But they never go, you know what? Conversation is the real thing to counter, right? They never say that. It's insane. It's insane. Okay. So, (laughs) another thing that is amusing right now is Playboy, right? Playboy. Because I think it all stems from uh a, a documentary, right, that looks at Hugh Hefner. Hugh Hefner, right? It's a ten-part documentary series. And they've got ex-girlfriends and the like talking about Hugh Hefner, right? Saying that uh he was everyone said he was like a vampire, who sucked the life out of young girls and I mean you you look at that statement, right, and other things like that and you go, yeah, no shit, like what did you think was going to be the case you have a 90 year old man who wears a smoking jacket, has these young girls draped on his arm. Of course he's going to be a weirdo. Of course he's going to be a weirdo. It, he, he didn't look. It's not like he looked like a well-balanced gentleman. He's <laughs> like Jimmy Savile. You look at that motherfucker and you'd be like, yeah, of course he was a pedo. Of Look at him, right? Listen, you shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but sometimes a book be a book, right? You look at that book and you'd be like, oh shit, I know what's inside, (laughs) right? I know what's inside. And you look at Hugh Hefner, you know what's inside, right? So Playboy have come out and said, you know, we back everything these people are saying. Right, we strongly support the women and the allegations of the abhorrent actions of Hugh Hefner. And it's just like, oh, oh no, you dirty sons of bitches. Because it's it's like the Weinstein Company, right? When they're just like oh, he was a brute. We cannot believe that he did. To be like, yo, you had, you know, stuff written into your contracts. You knew what was happening. It's like all the actors and actresses were like, oh, we're shocked to find out that that's what he is like. You yeah, know, right? You knew, right? So Playboy knew what was going down. Now, when I say they knew, they might not have known Every single intricate bit, all the minutiae, but they definitely knew shit, but they let it go because Hefner was paying good money. He was paying good money, like the girls that were going to him, because, listen, not everyone talks about this stuff, but people do talk about this stuff, right? So there was definitely girls leaving the Playboy Mansion going, yo, you do not want that this is, yeah, I got paid money. I got paid a lot of money. But I had to suck this wrinkly dude's limp past dick. I had to have this grizzled old dude pouring at my tits. It's gross. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I made a few milli, but ooh. But you've got people that are really like, um... I don't really have a lot of money, so that's a good good handoff, man. You know what I mean? I would take that over being broke or, well, I could get a normal job or I could do this and make more money. I'm going to do this, right? So there's definitely people that knew what was happening. There's definitely people that knew what was happening. So to come out now and be like, oh, yeah, it was apparent, it was disgusting, it's kind of fake, right, it's kind of fake and grimy, it's kind of fake, and talking about fake and grimy, old Pope Francis is at it again, <laughs> right, now, what I think is funny is he's denounced, right, he's come out and denounced all the fake news about vo- v- v- COVID and vaccines, right? Is like, it's despicable. It's despicable. The distortion of reality based on fear. And you're just like, it's interesting. It's interesting that you want to come out so hard. But when people talk about, you know, the paedophilia in the church, and all the grimy things the church have done, you're not as quick to come out on those things, right? You're not as quick to come out on those things. It, I just find it amusing when the fucking Pope has something to say, because it's just like, son, there are so many skeletons in your closet. Do you really? Do you really want to come out on this shit? Yeah, you know I mean? Is this what you want to do, son? Is this what you want to do? <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear. Now, there's another news story that I thought was amusing, right? So, there's streamers talking about the hardship of Twitch. Hardship of Twitch. There is this one, and this piece I read on the BBC website, right? There is this the streamer called uh, Sushi, Sushi, right? Her real name is Sam, and she's like, "Oh, I don't want to leave the house. I hate having real conversations now. I right? just the, the pressure of streaming full time—it's really taking its toll on me." So you know, what I mean, people are criticizing Twitch. And it's just a bit like, "Mm, what are you doing? No, 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 right? It's a platform. These people have decided, I'm going to make this my full-time gig. No one told you to make this your full-time gig, right? Obviously, like with everything, there are people that can make millions, right? Some actors make millions. Not every actor makes millions. A lot of actors have to have other jobs to supplement. And it's the same with so many things, with authors, right? With comedians. Like, you, there's so many different professions. So the fact that you were like, oh, I'm going to quit my full-time job, right? She, she had a full-time job as an office manager, but she decided to quit, and no one says, right, no one says, this is how many hours you need to do this, she decided, so she decided, I'm gonna have to stream 10 hours a day, 10 hours a day, every day, that's your choice, but it's just like, oh, but then, After those 10 hours, I have to go on social media and promote it and blah, 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 blah. It's like you're not managing your own time, right? Firstly, get a team together, right? If you're making a certain level of money, hire a team. It doesn't have to be a large team, but be like, okay, you handle the social. You post my shit. On Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all of them jams, right? You do that. That's your job to put out and you work out, right? Uh, uh, so many posts a day, so many posts a week, whatever it is. You work that shit out. But being like, oh, I have to do this and then I have to do that and blah, blah, blah. Oh, it's stressing me. Be I mean, like, yo, that's your choice. You decided to quit a full-time job to do this, it's your choice, no one held a gun to your head, and were like, you must do this, right, it's not like, well, I was unemployed for a while, and so I decided to do this thing, so I had to go all in, No, that wasn't the case, you quit a job to do a thing, so work that out, right, and Every new career, you gotta put in work. You gotta put in work. So all of these people bitching at going, oh, twitch is responsible. no, they're not. No, they're really not. People need to learn to manage their time. Stop being numb nuts. And talking about numb nuts, that's a good transition into Nona Gap, uh, how do you say this, Gaprindashvili, right? So she is a chess master. She's a chess master. And I think the thing is, her name is mentioned in The Queen's Gambit, right? Which was, you know, that hit series that hit Netflix, again, at the start of the pandemic right, 2020, Um, and it's a fake story, it's a fake story, right, it's written by the dude that did uh, The the Color of Money and The Hustler and, and that stuff, right, now, in it, right, I think in the last episode, they say, a commentator of one of the big chess matches compares this fake character, right? This fake character, um, Beth Harmon, to Nona Gaprajvili. And I think the commentator says Gaspavili didn't compete against men. Just an off-the-hand quip. Now, because of this, she is suing Netflix. And you just be like, uh, what are you doing? Right? What are you doing? This is insane. Now, a uh, a, a court, because Netflix, were just like, what are you, what? <laughs> so they wanted it dismissed, but the court is like, nope, it's going to court. Right? And you just be like, oh, This is why stupid shit goes to court, right? Because she is saying that this off-the-hand statement tarnished her personal and professional reputation around the world. I will tell you this. The amount of people that know who Nona Gaprashtravili is, is not a lot. It's not a lot. And that's not to say she wasn't a badass motherfucker. Because chess, hey, to be a true chess champion, that's some shit right there, right? You gotta be a motherfucker. Right? I listen, I can play chess. I am nowhere near a grandmaster. You know what I mean? So, hey, it's an achievement. But it's not chess masters aren't superstars. Right, it, it's not the same as you know, um, fucking Ronaldo or Messi, Tom Brady. You, you know what I mean? Like a uh, uh, fucking um, Matt Sarah, right? You don't know the names like these people. So, like this, oh, it ruined her reputation. It didn't. It didn't. Right, that what it might have done is have people go, "Oh, wonder who that is." You know what I mean? So Google and be like, "Oh shit, she was a bad motherfucker." You know what I mean? That's what it may uh, most likely did. Have people actually look into it? Right? Netflix are like, it's a fictional show, so you're allowed to have artistic license, right? There's with fictional shows, it's always says, you always get that statement and be like, this is fiction. Anyone mentioned or blah, 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 it's not really a thing. Like you always get, and even with those, this is a biopic. It's also like, yeah, some of the events are changed, right? It's loosely based on, you always have this. So, when you watch these things, you're not like, "Oh, all of that happened." You you know, I I, I think they did a little thing there, right? I think mean, they skirted around that a little bit, so it's a bit insane. <laughs> it's um very, much, it's very much insane. This is some crazy ass shit, and it's just yeah, it, it's that that thing where people were just on that money grab. Right? On that money grab, man. People need to chill the fuck. People need to chill the fuck. Right? Now, I thought this was funny. I thought this was funny. So Disneyland Paris. Right? They are celebrating 30 years, their 30 years anniversary. So for they paid. (laughs) Stella McCartney to design a suit for Minnie Mouse. I'm like, what? (laughs) Stella McCartney, who's only really big because her dad's Paul McCartney. Let's be fair. Let's be honest. Come on, man. Right, there's certain people that get the rub of famous parents. Stella McCartney is one of those people, you know what I mean? And basically, it's putting Minnie Mouse in a pantsuit, which is it's all a bit dumb. It's all a bit dumb. It's a cartoon character, (laughs) it's a mouse, right? So, they want this to drop, it's going to be dropping in March right? Because March is Women's History Month. But it's a mouse. <laughs> it's a mouse. Right? Stella McCartney said this, this new take on a signature polka dots makes Minnie Mouse a symbol of progress for a new generation. It's just like, no one is like, oh, if Minnie Mouse can do it, mummy, I can do it too. <laughs> It's a fucking mouse. This is as dumb as a Chinese puppet on Sesame Street. No, it was a Korean, wasn't it? It was a Korean puppet on Sesame. This is as dumb as that. Like, what are you doing? Come on. And so they put her in a, a, you know, a power suit. But she's still got the bow. Right? She's still got the big bow in the hair. So it's just like, yo, you know what I mean if you're changing it, give her a bowl cut, take your skinhead, give her a skinhead, take away the bow, right? It's silly. It's silly. <laughs> but also silly are the people that are just like, no, this is blasphemy. <laughs> oh, it is hilarious. Just as hilarious as Peter Dinklage, all right. Peter Dinklage has come out against Disney's live-action adaptation of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, all right, saying that why are you making a story about seven dwarfs? This is backward. It's backward. It's stereotypes. It's blah blah blah. It's a Fucking fairy tale. What are you doing? Ray is saying you're reinforcing stereotypes. What are you doing, Dinkage? It's not doing that. Not doing that at all. Tyrion Lannister was, he was a tiny person, but Dinkage paid him. It wasn't like, I'm not going to play that character. It's a disservice. It's just like, oh, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. It, it. It's just like you can't do one and then rail at the other. And the big thing is well, right? So Disney have said with this new adaptation, they're changing shit, right? So they, you know, they've employed Rachel Zegler to be Snow White. Gal Gadot is going to be uh, the the evil witch of the, the West, right? So they are two. Right, Gadot is Jewish, I think, not Jewish, Iranian, something, right? Ziegler is Mexican, so you have those little differences there. But the film isn't out right, we don't know anything else about the film, so you don't know how the seven dwarfs are going to be portrayed, right, so to say it's bad writing, you have no fucking clue, you haven't read a script, right, if Dinglage had read a script, right, if the film had come out and they were playing dwarfs in a certain way, fine. Say your thing, do your thing, yo. But it's not done, it's not been made. So, to come out with any of these uh, stupid statements, I, uh... <laughs> you know, it's like you're progressive in one way, but you're still making that backward story of seven dwarves living in the cave. And it's like you you do not know that (laughs) you don't know that. And he's just like, have I done nothing to advance the cause? It's just like, you haven't watched the film. You haven't watched a fucking film. It was like people that were going, "Louis shouldn't make a joke about school shootings when you hadn't heard the joke. Right, this is like you don't know where it's going, so you cannot comment, and it's the same here you don't know what they're doing, so you can't really comment because you don't know. Yo, all right, all right, let's chill, let's chill. I think we're done with the news this week, people. Let's move on to some other shit. Alright, let's go. Hold tight, motherfuckers. Alright, people. So, last week, right, we looked at Servant. This week, we're still at Apple because they have just launched the After Party. <laughs> I crack myself up, people. Right, so, Yeah, man, I was intrigued because I remember hearing about this a while back and I do like a murder mystery, you know what I mean? It's just, not all murder mysteries are very good. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yo, it's like, as a kid, man, I I read all the Miss Marples, the Okuboro, you know, I love those characters. I mean, mainly because they're the only fucking books that were in large print, you feel me? But! I enjoyed the shit out of them. Like, Sherlock Holmes was cool, but Urquhart was the done. Then you had Columbo on TV. You know what I mean? It was all about murder mysteries. They were fun. And, man, it, it's just like, when people try and do that shit now, a lot of times they overstylize it or they try and make it mad clever and it just can be a bit whack. Right? That's why when knives out here, you you're like, yo, okay, this is good. You know what I mean? So yeah, hearing about this, I was like, I was intrigued, as I said. So this is um, yeah, this is from you know, Phil Lord and Chris Miller, right? You know what I mean? Those motherfuckers that brought us the 21 and Jump reboot TV film, TV, the, the film films, right? Cloudy with a chance of Meatballs, the Lego movie, you know what I mean? Spider Man into the Spider Verse, which has to be up there with some of the greatest animated films. It's gotta be. Like, people talk about the leg, I didn't, I didn't like the Lego movie, man, it irritated me, but Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, son, that shit was fire, right, it, it's just like, there's often that separation, you know what I mean, like, animated film, 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 yo, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse was, it, transversed that bridge, is that the right word, transverse, I feel it's the right word, but it might not be, so if it's the wrong word, inject the new word, the right word, where it should be, okay, let's go, so yeah, love that film, you know what I mean, and they're doing the sequels, right, which I didn't know, right, I thought, boom, uh, across the Spider-Verse, that's the I just doing this little you know what I mean research to find the information for the after party. I just learned it's been split into two, right? So we're getting part one end of this year, part two next year. Who the guest? Boom, just drop knowledge on you, peoples. So yeah, they're behind this, right? Um it is... Uh, who produced it? Um, I think Miller also produced it uh, along with Michael Cedar, Bridger Wingar, and Aubrey Lee. Right. Um, Anthony King executive produced we have Carl Hurst on cinematography, Joe Negron, and Nick Olaf as editors. Right? Um, there is a host of um, writers on the episodes. So um, let's see. So Miller, uh, Kazia Miller, um, Wrote the first episode. I wonder if Kazia Miller is a relation to Chris Miller. I feel it would be. It's a lot of nepotism in the industry, yo. Anthony King wrote episode two. Jack Dolgan is three. Bridger Weingar is four. Nicole Delaney is five. Lord. And Rachel Smith are episode six. Miller and King are episode seven. And Miller ends it all with episode eight. So we have got a fat cast. Man, Tiffany Haddish is a detective at Um, We have got a... Uh, Oh, who's her um huh? I don't know who her um partner is. But anyway, right, if I remember we'll get back to that. Right? We have got Sam Richardson as Anik. Zoe Chow is Zoe. Ike Barn Barinholtz is Brett. I f- when I saw it, I was like, is that Mark Wahlberg? I say like, Ike Bar- Baron Holt looks a lot like Mark Wahlberg, Well, kind of a cross between Wahlberg and Damon, don't you feel? I kind of feel that. Um, Ben Swartz is Jasper, Elena, Elena Glazer is Chelsea, Jamie Demetrio is Walt. And Dave Franco is Xavier. So um, yeah, we we have those people's up in it, and uh, the gist is this: it centers on a murder mystery at a high school reunion. Each of the eight episodes features a retelling of the same night, told through a different character's perspective each with its own unique visual style and film genre to match the teller's personality. And um, I feel that is, oh man, that is a a real USP for this, because, oh, it's it. It is so much fun. Oh, my days. Right. So the first episode... Is about 45 minutes, and then the next two are about 35, right? And yeah, it's great, right? So, we, oh, I will say the, the opening credits, oh, I, I love this animation style that they use for it. You know what I mean? It, 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 it's really good. It's really good. It's, it's kind of, yeah, it's got that comic book unique kind of, you know what I mean, stylings to it. But yeah, so we open up, and we've got Anik in his car, right? And he's kind of psyching himself up, psyching himself up to go to this reunion, you know? Which, yeah, because I think you always hear people, you know, I mean, we've seen a few films, right? There was a film on Netflix. Phil had Rosario Dawson in about a high school reunion, which was really good. I enjoyed the shit out of that one, too. I can't remember what the fuck it was called. I think Channing Tatum was in that one as well. Maybe I might be making that up, but it was good. So you know, I think if you Google Rosario Dawson, you will find the one I'm talking about, right? Is is bloody check it out, motherfuckers. All right. Anyway, little tangy tange. Um So yeah, we you know I mean, people go to these things to. Either reconnect with someone, usually a girl or a guy, right? I mean, well, that's all we have. (laughs) It's not to reconnect with an animal. (laughs) All right. If you went to your high school reunion to reconnect with an animal, no shame. I mean, there is a little. But hey, whatever you enjoy, as long as the animal consented. All right, motherfuckers. Right, this is all about consent. You feel me? Anyway, yeah. So you go for that, or to humble brag, right? Maybe people thought you were shit at school, or you would never achieve anything. Now you've got a good job, (laughs) or what you think is a good job, and you go to be like, "Hey, look at me! Look at what I'm doing right now!" Yeah, right. That—that's what it seems. So. You know, and, and, and as we learn, Anik, you know, he, he's, he's happy with his career. He feels he's getting there, right? So he's psyching himself up because we then learn he's trying to do something, right? He's trying to right a wrong. It's not really a wrong. <laughs> I mean, it's just something he didn't have the balls to do first time around, right? So we have that, and it makes sense, you would be like, alright, alright, I feel you son, I feel you, so we have him going, then we cut to the after party, and we just have Xavier falling to, I mean we don't know it's Xavier, but we're, you know, we, we learn it's Xavier, falling to his death, right, and boom, he's dead, so now, we're in the after party, right? Police have turned up, so we have Tiffany Haddish, you know what I mean, doing her thing. Tiffany actually is, is, is great, right? I think sometimes she gets those roles which are a little, I don't know, hacky, you know what I mean? But when she's in something, and when I think mean, hacky, Hey, I mean, it is playing to the, 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 the lower denominator, right? You just, you know, she's more talented than the role um, it is there to give her. So it's always good to see her in something that really lets her shine, you know? I, I And that's, I think that's the big thing, because she's, Talented man, and so we just get her doing her thing, which is uh, yeah, it's 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 always it's an, it's an enjoyable thing, man. It's an enjoyable thing. Um, so we we get to see that. Oh, yeah, so sorry, Genevieve Angelson is indigo. Um, oh, Everly. Lee is Maggie, the daughter of um, Brett and Zoe. We have Ned, played by Kelvin Yu. We have got Detective Cullop, John E. Lee. That's the one. There's the two Jennifers, right? So Jennifer one is played by Taya Sarkar. And Jennifer Two is played by Aiden Meyer. Uh, we have Quiet Heather, who is played by Miracle Laurie. Mister Shapiro, right? Mister Shapiro, played by Christopher May. I don't think we really see Shapiro, but we we know Shapiro having a good time. <laughs> oh shit (laughs) oh man yeah, it's flavor right, so you know what I mean, so we we have Cullop and Dana turn up right, and so we have all of that play out and then we get into it so in this build up right, with the cops turning up, we see stuff, right, we have stuff and all of this, but then they start pulling people into question, right, so after that, each episode, as mentioned, is a retelling, a recap, and that's where it's super interesting, so we start off with Anik, right, and he gives us, you know, why he went, Right, and we get to see it. We get to see like the interactions and this the, the end game of a nick for going. And man, yeah, it, 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 it's fun. The karaoke. <laughs> I would say I am looking forward to Zoe's turn because. Oh my days like the the stuff we find out from Anique that's for Zoe's episode 6 so we still got free to go but boy <laughs> yeah like she sings a song in karaoke and then Anique's just like yo i think that was i, I think that was to me and he's hype, man. Jasper is just like, yo, Doc, I bring this for you. And so he goes to sing karaoke. <laughs> All I'm going to say is my neck, my back, I like my pancakes stacked like that. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. It was fire. Oh, man, the way they played with that. I love that shit, right? Ah, it was so good. It was so good. But, yeah, so we have this, and we we just get this this retelling. And you're just like, huh, is this true? Is this true? Right? But everyone thinks he did it, which that's not a spoiler, right? From the giddy, that's what's said. So, boom. No spoilers, people. Trust me. No spoilers. Um, so, yeah, we, we have that. Then episode two, we get Brett's story because, you know, the way episode one ends, right? And it, it's always interesting because we see some of the events from Enix. Because although when it says in the synopsis, right, it's like... um. We, every, we get the, the, the night from... we don't. It's not a play for play. So we start up here and we go blah, 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 blah. No, 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 no. It's the important parts of the night for them, right? So, yeah, it, it's not just rehash, 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 right? We're not watching Highlander 3, you know what I mean? Over and over again, people. Trust. It's high. What we get is the, the certain things. So, Like, the way Brett is in episode one, we come in like that, but from his point of view. And, of course, he's going to paint it a little. So, some of these conversations we saw in one, we then see them completely different in two, right? The interactions and all of this. And (laughs) there's a lot of, you're the best dad in the world. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but going to say man I think listen there, there's humble brag and then there's mm, that's not really good <laughs> you know what I mean so if, if like there's a scene in the toilets between Brett and Xavier and it is a dick measuring situation without dick measuring, you feel me, they're, uh, they're comparing streams, <laughs> and I could go all day, that's not good, like, if someone ever, if you're in the toilets, the bathrooms, whichever you want to call it, all right, and someone's like, impressive stream, son, I could go all day, you, you, The response to that is not, oh, you're a weirdo. Stop trying to check out me peeing. It's, I think you need to go to the doctor's. (laughs) 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 That's a humble brag that you don't want. I could go all day. (laughs) Oh shit but it is oh my days it is funny it is uh, yeah that that bit is super funny and what was fire about um that part of the episode like he he's telling as well is a fight scene yeah we get this fun fight scene which um I feel it had a, a beloved MMA star. Right? Um, I think I might be wrong. Right? I might be wrong, but I could have sworn it was. Right? Which was like, oh shit. Ha! Huh. I know homie was up in this. But yeah, it 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 was uh It it was just fun, and as I said, look, we get a a kind of a slightly different style and tone to episode one, but where we really see, like, the the tone shift, right, and then become uber playful with this shit is um, episode three. Episode three. Because here we jump with um, Jasper, right? We have Jasper doing his thing. And Jesus Christ, that was, oh, man, that was so fun. Oh, it's so, because he's like, um, I, he's, a he's, Anik's kind of hype, man right, um, in, in the other episodes, but yeah, in, in episode three, we have Jasper doing his thing, <laughs> and, oh shit, I'm, I'm just gonna tell you motherfuckers, right, we get music videos, we get music videos and we get different genres. <laughs> oh oh shit. Like um three dots to success. No, three dots to stardom. My bad. That's the last song. And, and it's just a play off of something, but it it's like yeah, it's not my jam, right? I'm not putting it on, on the old uh iPod, you feel me? As I'm I'm doing my thing in the gym, but it's fun. It's fun, right? The there's two songs that are just um killer uh <laughs> what is it? Um yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Which is is that thing you feel when when people give you that response, right? Which is kind of a brush off, but you read into it something a whole lot more. A whole lot more. Like, you know what I mean? You go on a first date and you think, like, I had a good time, I had a good time too. Do you want to do it again? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll call you. Which is I no, <laughs> you know, no. but you it, like now when I say you, I don't say I ain't talking from experience, people, because yeah, I'm I kill on the first day, all right? but it's that thing where you'd be like, <gasps> yo, I think this is the start of something. So, yeah, this song, yes, for well, whatever, oh my gosh, it, it is fun, but but. It is not as fun as the what was the first song? Um, Oh yes, I just had to check. I just had to check. It was the first song that. Oh my god, it set the tone. It set the tone. We get one shot (laughs) two times. (laughs) which is just that dumbass statement like yeah we get one shot two times (laughs) 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 oh my god oh my god oh and Yo, it's one of it's like Bollywood because everyone breaks out. Everyone breaks out and dance and it is fire. Oh man, this was a episode three is great. It is great. I, I mean, I loved episode one and two. I was a go from episode one, but episode three really woo! Really Sean, really Sean. Yeah, I, I think we do learn. Pregnant women can still dance, right? I will wonder though, would dancing as a pregnant woman and heavily pregnant, isn't that not going to induce the birth? Right? <laughs> I mean, that would have been funny if if at the end we, we get two labors. But we anyway. um watch it, watch it, people, because boy. <sighs> The after party is legit. As you wonder, with this many famous people doing their thing, can it shine? Right? Can it shine? Can the quality be good? And over the first three episodes, people, the quality is there. This one hit. It's a banger, as I guess Jasper would be saying. So, if you heard about the show and you were wondering, you want to see the show, right? So, listen, we've looked at the foundation. We've looked at C. Mm, I'm not sure you've had that one yet. But, yeah, we've looked at C. (laughs) Finch, you know what I mean? The servant. i got to say, there's some good shit on Apple TV. So, if you don't have Apple TV... This is one that you will want to do your trial for, but but but, but 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 if you only want to do the trial for this one, I would wait, <laughs> I would wait for episode eight, right? Because your trial, I forget how long your trial is, I think it's a week trial, right? Unless you bought a product, then you get the free months. But if you're just doing the week, yeah, wait for all episodes to drop, then do your trial. Because this is fire, and you don't want to just catch like three, four episodes and be like, ah, damn it. All right, so hold off and watch it. But I would say there's enough shit on there, you know, with the animal shows and and dogs and all of that. Yeah, Snoopy as well. We did Snoopy. Look, yeah, there's fire, there's flavor, man. So you probably want to keep it. So, yeah, the after party. is where it is at okay people so our book this week is a return to the age of madness it is book two in the latest trilogy from joe abercrombie and i enjoyed a little hatred right i you know i mean I've thoroughly enjoyed Abercrombie's book so far. And so, you know what I mean? Like with the return to the first Law universe, and this one, because, you know, it kind of, it, it gave the look like it was moving a lot forward. You know, when you read the synopsis, it was like the kids of some of your favorite characters. So yeah, I was intrigued with a little hatred it definitely delivered, and by the end of it, you're like, oh shit, okay, where are they going with this, you know, and um, yeah, so book two, book two is now done, people, right, which is the trouble with peace, so as with the others, it is narrated by Stephen Pacey, who does a very good job, and the you know, the breakdown is this, conspiracy, betrayal, rebellion. Peace is just another kind of battlefield. Serene Danglota, once Adua's most powerful investor, finds her judgment, fortune, and reputation in tatters, but she still has all her ambitions. And no scruple will be permitted to stand in her way. For heroes like Leo Dan Brock and Stour Nightfall, only happy with swords drawn, peace is an ordeal to end as soon as possible. But grievances must be nursed, power seized, and allies gathered first with must, while Ricker must master the power of the long eye before it kills her. Unrest worms into every layer of society. The breakers still lurk in the shadows, plotting to free the common man from his shackles, while noblemen bicker for their own advantage also struggles to find a safe path through the maze of knives, that is politics, only for his enemies and his debts to manipulate, multiply. (laughs) The old ways are swept aside and the old leaders with them. But those who would seize the reins of power will find no alliance, no friendship, and no peace, last forever, so, remember, at the end of book one, you had Stour take control of the north, which was like, oh, shit, right, And, and we really saw a passing of the swords, as it were, right, so, yeah, I was like, now, with all of this, where are we going, right, where could we go, and, oh shit, book two, man, it's like, it takes you on this, takes you on this journey, and it really affirms a lot of things, because I feel in book one, as I said, look, there was a lot of people trying to live up to reputations, and, In this, we really have these characters trying to forge their own paths. Now, not all of them do it very smartly, right? Some people are just, oh my gosh, right? Doing silly shit. I I think with Savine... I mean, Sabine, it's a little rough. You know, finding out you've been fucking your brother, that's that's a little difficult to come back from. You know what I mean? There's going to be things that, yeah, you're going to struggle with. Now, I mean, it is step-brother, so that's not quite as bad as full-full-brother, but it's still not the best. But they didn't know. Right So I, I feel that does change things slightly, right If they knew and they're doing the thing, then yo what are you what's wrong with you? <laughs> you know, but they didn't know. So there is that, right but that's an issue. And I think we see that definitely playing into some of that dumb shit Savine does now, right? But, um, yeah, the, like, I think with the, you know, with the setup of this trilogy, that it's, you know, moving into the, you know, industrial age, as it were, you know, because that's what we're kind of seeing here, the industrial revolution come to, you know, swords and sorcery and all of that. So you're thinking... There's going to be some big swings in this, right? And yeah, there definitely were. There's, There's people doing, well, there's people looking to, as I said, forge their own path, but it seems that they are just retreading a road that, you know, parents have already gone down and, Failed at basically, so you're just like, oh dear, oh dear, you ain't bright, you are not bright, son. So we're seeing that, and I, I, I as I said, look with this notion of moving into this new age, I think it gives you a perception that the story was going to go a certain way, and it was definitely looking like that. You know, definitely looking like that, and it did seem things are weighted heavily. But oh shit, things things really did take a turn. Oh my gosh, they really did take a turn, right? I think you you get some shocks, right? So the whole ricker and her long eye, uh, yeah, I you know the. The extent of where that goes to, you're like, oh, <laughs> okay. It does feel a little Norsey, you know what I mean? So if, if you like your Norse mythology, I think you can, you know, grasp some aspects of it from that, you know, a little Odin kind of situation, kind of, not fully, kind of. Um... But, yeah, no, that's super interesting. And I also, I think you see some decisions get made and you're like, huh, I mean, huh. But then the way it plays, you're like, oh, oh shit. OK, OK. Then, yeah, revolutions and all of that. Man, very interesting. Very interesting with um everything that goes down and yeah it it, it definitely I think it ends surprisingly right I I kind of assumed as I said it was going to go one way and then the way all of that ended you're like huh okay and I I will admit I forgot right I forgot about one aspect One aspect that got mentioned earlier on in the book. So then when we got to the end, which really shook up the apple cart. That is an expression. It is shake up the apple cart. I feel that is the expression, right? But boy, man, the ending and you're just like, oh, fuck okay, and then, you, then you're then you just like, of course, because that got mentioned, and yeah, we never saw it play out, so that's what was going down, okay, fuck, and yeah, you are, man, like, as I said, the last third of the book, some big crazy shit goes down, Across the board, man. Across the board. Across all the continents and whatnot. But, yeah, the very end, you're just like, oh, shit, I did not. Like, some of the other stuff, maybe you could have thought, oh, that's a possibility. But, yo, the end, nah. Didn't see that one coming at all. But I liked it. I liked it. And it definitely... um, Create something very interesting for book three. Oh, it really does, and um, yeah, I I, I think this story, you know, as a, look, it, it it's just really evolving in a interesting way, and you know, it, it's taking something that you think, right, you think you know where it's going, and just really just. Man, shaking things in, in a, a fun-ass way that just... When you actually think about it, you would be like, yeah, that character would do that shit. Oh, of course they would do that. And some of the characters are doing things that, you know, we haven't seen them do in this series, but we might have seen them do similar shit earlier on in, in this um whole kind of universe as it were so it's just yeah super fucking fun people super fucking fun so yeah very much enjoyed this entry and cannot wait to see what Abercrombie does with uh book free right book free which is um what is book free book free is? The wisdom of crowds. So, yeah, you know, how is he going to end it, right? Because I imagine this will lead into, you know, more tales in the universe. But, yeah, where is it going to go? Because, man, loyalty is a fickle fucking thing. (laughs) But I also think, you know, there's going to be some crazy shit that we see in book three, because as I said, look, there's stuff that you see and you think, boy, I did not see that coming, especially the end. I feel that, yeah, we're just going to get more of that, more of that. And then also there's characters like where we've, you know, where we've seen things kind of end here. It, 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 you're just kind of pondering, like, oh, fuck, so where do they go now, right, what does this mean for the North, what does this mean for Adua, right, does, um, you know, Baez, you know, does he have something to say in book three, who the fuck knows, but boy, I am ready for it, people, I really am. So yeah. If you've enjoyed if you enjoyed book one, I mean if you've just enjoyed Abercrombie's books as a whole, this one, hey, it's not gonna let you down, people. Trust me. So yeah, go check it out and be prepared to get shocked. Okay, people, so we're drawing to a close on another episode. But before we do, let's take a look and see what's happening in the world of TV. So it would seem Showtime of wielding that axe, people. They're wielding the axe. So, um, yeah, American Rust, if you enjoyed that. There's no season two. It's not going, they have passed, right, so, um, yeah, that is that, man, now, we don't know if it's going to get shipped around, right, sometimes these things get saved, you know what I mean, like Netflix of, uh, what's that one, there's that one on the plane, they saved that one, right, a, you know, we've seen it happen, right a few things, but yeah, we don't know, right, another one that has gone, now, I, this is on Now TV in the UK, so I, and I haven't got round to doing it, but, um, I want to check it out, but, uh, yeah, unfortunately, it looks like Black Monday is done, that's gone, man, um, yeah, so Black Monday was three seasons, and also, um, I think this is the Matrix chick, right? Lily Wakowski, I think that's the same one, Work in Progress, right? They canceled that after two seasons. Um, yeah, I've never, I don't I, realize I've never even heard of uh work in progress to be honest i don't think that's i don't think that's floating around though, on these shores but um yeah yeah black monday that was so um yeah both of those are done so but new things are popping right so season 2 of he-man and the masters of the universe that's going to hit netflix on the 3rd of March, so that's the straight up kids version, that's not the Kevin Smith one, that's the kiddie one, right, um, now you've also got um, Life Life and Beth on Hulu, so uh, we found out that Violet Young, she's uh, joined the cast and she's going to be playing a younger version of Beth, Amy Schumer's character, right? So um, that's some news. Uh, over on FX or Stars on Disney Plus in the rest of the world, uh, Snowfall will be hitting for its fifth season on the 23rd of February. Uh, which, you know, I heard Snowfall is legit So yeah, I am looking forward to uh, getting into that one Right, so um, Yeah, although Showtime, you know what I mean, they're cancelling some things They do have a new series coming, right? It is uh, Let the Right One In Right, so it's uh, based on a Swedish film and um, a book, right, of the same name. So uh, Nick Stoll, he's joined the cast, right? So um, it also features Damien Bilcher, right, Um, Madison Taylor Bees. Um, They're up in it So the story follows Mark and his daughter Eleanor Whose lives were changed forever 10 years earlier When she was turned into a vampire Locked in at the age of 12 She lives a closed-in life Going out only at night While her father does his best To provide her with the human blood She needs Dum-dum-dum so, um, yeah. I, I mean, I heard that the film was very good. It was just subtitled, so I never watched it. But yeah, I heard it's good. Right? So, um, Andrew Hinder-Draker and Seif Main are uh, going to be showrunning this season with Main directing the pilot episode. So, yeah, that's something to look forward to, people. Um, sticking with our streamers, Peacock have just green-lit a um a, a comic book adaptation of a dead day. So this is from Ryan Parrot. Um comic dropped in 2020, so uh maybe you read it, right? Um so It's like, I mean, we've kind of had the story in some different kind of guises in the past, but uh, yeah, it follows an ensemble, ensemble of characters as they navigate the annual dead day when for one night the dead come back to complete unfinished business, be it to celebrate a night back on Earth or to torment the living. The story follows the Haskins, a seemingly normal suburban family, as they prepare for the zombie fest. So um, it's from Julie Pleck. She's going to be show running along with Kevin Williamson. so, they're also writing the uh, series as well. So, uh, there you go. Um, now, this is some... I, I, this makes sense for me, right? So, you know, we, we know that uh, we, we've got this new life on Star Wars, right? We've got, you know, Discovery. You know what I mean? We've got Prodigy. got Lower Decks, Um, Brand New World, Strange New World, which is um, also airing, you know, and there was Picard, right, Picard hit at the beginning of lockdown, right, and yeah, I, I remember watching it, like, it started off okay, it then got a little bit, I don't know, stuck into that whole archetypes thing that Star Trek does, but I know it was well received I had people that enjoyed it Right, so I remember I heard that it got renewed for a second season I was like, alright, you know Do you, do you But we then have now learned It has been also Renewed, because season 2 got Delayed with the whole Discovery Netflix, all of that Crazy, crazy But, um, Yeah It's now being renewed for a third season, which will be its last. And that makes sense, right? Because Patrick Stewart, he old, man. And in Picard, he really does look old. You know what I mean? So it's just like, yeah, it would have been crazy for this to go for a long ass time. You know what I mean? So yeah, I, I think they filmed season three kind of back to back with season two. So you know, you yeah, know, we're gonna get a, a a definite end, and um, yeah, it means it we're not gonna see Patrick Stewart drop dead before it's all done. He's old, right? So you know it's coming. I'm right? not saying I want it to come, but you know it's coming, but not before Picard finishes, people. So, yeah, you have that. Uh, Now, Stephen King, he's got a load of his stuff has been adapted to the big and the smaller screen, right? But it's usually older stuff. But we know Stephen King is still writing, right? He's still writing. Um, And one of his new books that's coming to the TV, right? And when I say new books, it dropped last year, son. So um, he wrote a book in 2021 called Later, and uh, Bloomer House Television have picked up the rights to turn it into a limited series. Um, it follows a literacy agency owner and single parent whose star author client dies before turning out his great work her son has the supernatural ability to talk to the dead all of whom tell him the truth which the mother uses to finish and publish the book interesting right soon though the mother's police detective girlfriend figures out what the boy can do. And he gets over his head in the spirit world. Bum, bum, bum. So um, Rayleigh Tucker um, has created the series. Um, wrote the pilot script. Jason Bloom, Chris McCumber and Jeremy Gold are executive producing... Now we don't have a lot of cast news, but the uh, it sounds like the literary agency owner is going to be played by none other than Lucy Lou. So yeah, there you go, people. And let's end with this, right? So Disney Plus, they've been turning out some pretty great shit. I ain't gonna lie, I've enjoyed the fuck. Out of the Marvel sub so far, and yeah, the Star Wars stuff has been decent. Mandalorian, Mandalor- Mandalorian. Um, I haven't got into Boba yet, but you know, I'm waiting for it to end, so yeah, it'd be soon, right? A couple of weeks, maybe. I think. Um, one of the new things coming is Percy Jackson and the Olympians, right? So now you may remember back in the day, right? 2010, we got Percy Jackson and the Lightning Thief, right? And then I forget what the second film was called. Um, but yeah, I it was shit. I hated that film. Now, look, it wasn't for me, right? It wasn't made for me. I know people that enjoyed it. But uh, it did that thing, you know what I mean? Where you age the kids because you don't want to have little kids on set. Little kids don't, they can't always act very well. You know what I mean? And also when you've got a big cast, it's hard to find like five, six little kids that could really kill it. Like finding one or two, that's, you do work. But finding a lot, but it sounds like this new version for the TV, firstly, right, Rick, Roy, Roy, Rick, Roy, Roy, Riodun, Riodun? I'm going to say Riodun, right? He, I think he's going to be more involved with uh, this telling of the story, Um Because, yeah, I don't think he was as closely dialed in on the films, right? Um, John Steinberg is writing the pilot, um, and serving as executive producer, right? But, yeah, they're going to more closely follow the actual book series, um, and, you know, it follows a 12-year-old boy who learns that he is a demigod and soon is accused by Zeus of stealing his master lightning bolt. Percy must trek across America to find it and restore order to Olympus. <sighs> uh, so, James Bobbin is going to be directing the first episode. Um... And That's all we know so far, people. That's all we know. But yeah, that's a lot. We go, I mean, we've gone over a lot, people. So yeah, that's it. We are done. So, um, people, we will see you next week. Keep off those crispy creams, I Do 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 do. I love this song, man lupi fiasco is legit inside my head do 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 the words i never said